Welcome back to Batting Around. It's Batting Around. It's baseball podcast. I am your co-host, Jane Ost, and uh, with me, as always, is Lauren. I'm Lauren. And Steven. Yo. No bits No bits this week from either of you? No, we can't nah. do it every week. Okay. Besides, we've got company. We're on a best behavior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we do have company. It's our, uh, our second returning guest here. Uh, it's... Blue Jays writer Andrew Stoughton. Hey, Andrew. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Uh, glad to be your, your second returning uh, guest. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, really excited to have you back. Uh, be fun to talk about the Blue Jays again. Uh, but we all have some other stuff. Oh, I, you're shaking your head a little I'll bit let, there. Well, you know, <laughs> I do it every day, so it does wear yeah. on, on one, especially the during the trade deadline sort of season. But you have other stuff to talk about. We, we will it'll get there, I'm keep sure. A, yeah. And it'll keep us, the three of us, kind of focused. We we need that sometimes. <laughs> if, we're, if we're just rambling on our own, we, we get into some trouble. One of our listeners um, got into some trouble uh, listening to our podcast last week because uh, uh, she's listening to it at, at work or something, and uh, somebody heard uh, Steven say the word fag. <laughs> <laughs> and so we we kind of need we we need like you know some like adult supervision here sometime. Yeah, um, this is not a family friendly podcast. That's no. what NSFW. You know, I mean that. Yeah, you know. exactly. And also, we're we're all the three of us are all gay. Most of our guests are gay. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we we did want to clarify uh, for the audience. Uh, her boss seemed to think that um, we were using the word in a, a reclaimed sense rather than a homophobic sense. And as a podcast, we wanted to make a statement that is not the case. We are being homophobic. Very, we yeah. want to be very, clear very clear about this. About this. Uh, every, every, every instance of the word should, in your head, have it followed by a parenthetical derogatory. Yes. <laughs> yes. Every every time we use the word "gay," uh, just add uh, pejorative in in parentheses yes. right after. Yes. Anyway, now that you're tied to that forever, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, everyone. Um... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, we'll talk about baseball now, I guess. Um, oh, yeah, whatever. Cleveland finally announced their name change. Finally. Maybe. Yes, yeah. speaking of slurs. <laughs> Great segue. Great segue. Amazing segue. Uh, they're now the they're going to be the Cleveland Guardians. So I have a question: When does that t- go into effect? Twenty twenty two, I believe, next season. Twenty twenty two. Oh, okay. That's, so it's not wow, like now. That sounds like very far off into the future. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those years where it just sounds like we're talking about like a a, a Jason ten s kind of year where uh, <laughs> someone there's where there's like intergalactic um, light ships. Um, but no, uh, just billionaires uh, touching the edge of space and uh, Cleveland naming a team after some uh, big statues on a bridge. Traffic guardians. Traffic guardians. Guardian, yeah. Guardians of traffic or something like that. Yeah. So those are pre- those are pretty cool statues. They, they are fucking yeah, kick ass. They are yeah, just like, so like the Agonoth cool. from yeah. Lord of the Rings. They yeah, they look cool. They're so. really cool. I wish they had gone with spiders, mm-hmm. but. And, yeah. and, like, Guardians on its face sounds kind of, uh, I don't, like, love it. Nah, but any name is going to sound weird for the first, you know, oh, yeah. couple of years of, you know, Golden Knights sounded weird. I think everybody kind of accepted that pretty quickly. That still sounds I, weird. I'm, I'm, a, fan of, I'm a fan of the Raptors, so, you know. Yeah, there you go. That's, like, a perfect <laughs> example. Yeah. Yeah, glad they finally changed their name. 
under no circumstances do we gotta hand it to them uh, for taking this long, but we can we can be happy that it's finally changing. I guess I can't say changed because it's not going into effect for a year. And it's not like they're gonna give up the Chief Wahoo oh, no. stuff either. Like they have to like do stuff with that to keep their their whatever trademark yeah, on it. They, so you know yeah. that they'll still be selling like throwbacks of that shit. Uh, interesting that the new name ends with the same five letters as the old name. No, yeah. I'm wondering if that might have been a consideration at all. I really think it probably just came down to how easy it was to get a copyright of something. All of these words are like heavily trademarked and copyrighted mm-hmm. in, in different manners. Uh, the legal context of changing a team name is way harder than I think uh, anybody outside baseball realizes. Who owns the rights to the spiders? Like uh... what? That, what organization were they? Um, I think it's just some dude who owns it. It's not an organization. Um, and they were just holding up for more money, was my understanding. Ah, okay. Um, well, that seems rude. What? <laughs> Give us the spiders, <laughs> man. Come on. We need this. No, it, we're, you know, they can't, they can't afford to, you know, keep Francisco Lindor, so they definitely can't afford to give some guy, whatever, a couple hundred grand no, it's, for it's the exactly Cleveland right. Spiders. They're going to have to, they're going to have to trade away the, the Guardian's name when, once it hits ARB 2. Um. <laughs> Maybe even sooner, really, if you want to get real value on that. Yeah, really. Just immediately swap it with, like, Baltimore, like, before it even <laughs> officially signs. If they're going to be so cheap, they should have taking a different name besides guardians because you're not getting that at on twitter away from disney no no absolutely not no 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 way (laughs) that's a good point unless you try to unless you try some brand synergy with disney and that's ugh, yeah that's probably i mean every every team does like star wars night now Mm -hmm. so there's probably gonna be something the angels do a ton of stuff stuff i guess they do star wars night but they, they i they don't do game of thrones nights anymore do they uh, a couple teams have. Interesting. Uh, I guess yeah, probably I not since so. the show went off the air, but yeah, yeah. Really, there are, te- there are teams out there doing games Game of Thrones night. There were a few oh, a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah, oh. I mentioned it in like the one thing I've ever written um, for money um, <laughs> was my Star Wars bobblehead piece tracing the origins of the Star Wars bobbleheads. Um, oh, but yeah, th- there was there was a great actually uh, uh, Taiwan. Um, uh, what what are the uh, what are they called in Game of Thrones? The white, uh, Taiwan White Walker uh, bobblehead giveaway in Arizona. Oh, in, I think nice. 20, I think 2017, maybe? Kind of the mm-hmm. peak of the show's popularity when he was also pretty good for them. Yeah. They had, um, they like had the Iron Throne like mm-hmm. replica at Target Field when they did their Game of Thrones night there one year, I remember. The Phillies had that too, and they were giving mm-hmm. out shirts with like House Fanatic or something on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh, we love terrible. we love monoculture. We're talking about, this, talking about promos on this fucking. We gotta stop doing this. I'm this just is, I'm just getting terrible. I'm like thinking about being at a ballpark again, which I have not been able. Oh, to Oh, yeah, that's like right. Yeah, three Jesus. more days, bud. Hell yeah. <laughs> you gotta be. Yeah, are, are you a little bit excited? Like I, 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 the mood in in Canada among my Canadian friends has been really up and down the last couple of weeks. It's, yeah. Yeah, it it has been for the whole season, which because mm-hmm. because the team has been the team is pretty good, and you know, uh, there are aspects of it that are not so good, such as the bullpen, which is mm-hmm. is the bane of everybody's existence. But the that is sort of like the B story is the returning home, which has been wonderful, uh, just to even just to conceive of. But then also, <laughs> I don't know, like I have a friend who has like eight tickets, but he's like, 
I'm going to sell these for as much as I possibly can. Like, <laughs> like so if you want to buy them, go ahead. But, but here's the price. And so, I don't know. I'm not going to be there for the wonderful return of baseball to Toronto, which is going to, it's going to be wild because it's the trade deadline day as well. Oh, wow. So I just, yeah, I, I, you know, poor Randall Gritchick is not going to make it back to, uh, (laughs) to to Toronto. I, I, fingers crossed. He's played his last game in, in, uh, North of the border and he doesn't even know it. That's that's a little sad. (laughs) Yeah. Let's just get into Blue Jays discussion proper here. That can be a, it can be a good segue here. So yeah. So what's, uh, I don't know. I have not paid a ton of attention to them this year. Uh, but like you said, like the team's pretty good. Seems like despite sitting in fourth place that they're in right now, I yeah. believe, right? Yeah. 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 So what what so uh but it's not but it sounds like they're going to be making moves at the deadline or they're expected they're, to, right? They're kind of I mean, people here are comparing it a lot to 2015, which is a, was a different circumstance because that was Alex Anthopoulos knew he was on his way out. Paul Beeston was the president, and they kind of just said fuck it and like, uh, I, I just you know traded a ton of prospects who had actually mostly never amounted to anything. Like Matt Boyd's good, but not a lot of not a lot of value. Like it, it turns out that they traded to get Tulowitzki to get to get rid of Jose Reyes, which was a godsend. It turned out, uh, and uh, and David Price. And it was they were in a similar position in the standings at that point, but they and they also had a similar run differential and other mm-hmm. you know signs that are that would say that it's a better team than what its record shows. And I think that's the, the case with the Blue Jays right now. Like uh, it has been a real frustrating season, but like they have some super fun hitters and they have some starters who are like holding it down and, and being even better. That like Robbie Ray's been ridiculous and <laughs> stopped walking guys, which is crazy. I think we talked about Robbie Ray the last time I was on. Yeah, it's like yeah, I, that's a guy that everyone's been waiting for that to happen for like forever. It's you know, <laughs> just like this guy's gonna figure it out someday. I don't know like, if I want to be paying his next contract and like hoping that he's gonna do that. I mean, he should get paid. Obviously, right. pay pay the man. But, you know, I, I don't know how long it's going to last. It's not a super long track record, no. And he also had that 2017 season then with the Diamondbacks where it looked like yeah. he had it figured out. And uh, it, you know, obviously didn't it last kind of went into too long, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 I, I actually uh, did uh, listen to our, our last episode uh, the other day just to kind of see what we talked about and see if I said anything really stupid. Um, <laughs> and I, I didn't, but it, it, I was really curious to kind of hear the comparisons between what the team was like then and what it's like now. Um, when was I, that? Do you know when that was? It was uh, like sep- early September of last year, so not too far off from where we are now. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was, but a, it was it was a playoff preview. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Uh, and I I thought it was very funny. One of the first things we we, we said in the episode was, well, you know, Vlad Jr. has been a bit of a disaster. I don't couldn't <laughs> couldn't be further from the truth this season, thankfully. It's been. I mean, that's been really. That's been such a delight. Because the other guys, you know, George Springer has been hurt mm-hmm. and hasn't been himself. Marcus Semyon is, like, probably not going to be here next year, which sucks because he's been amazing. Uh, and Bobochet's good, but, like, Vlad being becoming the thing that everybody thought he was capable of becoming and expected him to become. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's been amazing. And also, it, it has reminded me of how much... I was not willing to admit to myself that I was afraid that it wasn't going to happen. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what we said back then, but uh, whatever hope I kind of had for it, there were, it, you know, there were cracks in the foundation. 
Absolutely. Uh, and, and this we year really struggled been, last year too. Yeah. He was Yeah. He was just hitting everything into the ground and and he was bigger and he was like it just it wasn't working. Um and yeah, this year has just been a revelation and also partly why the Jays are in just such a weird spot. Like how can you pack it up right now, four games, four and a half games back, whatever they are, whatever they will be when this comes out. Uh, and start selling off Simeon, start selling off Ray, which is what, you know, that's the conversation in the Blue Jays' Twitter sphere right now, is should they be buyers or sellers? And it's like, they're pretty good. Like, they have just, their bullpen has just lost them so many games that it looks a lot worse than it is. But, you know, that, that I don't, you know, that, that's not a predictor of what they should be able to do over the next third of the season, especially if they get some tweaks and, like, you know, actually add. But it's... Yeah. It would be easier to do that and easier to like sell people on that if like the record was even just a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like the easiest thing to fix too. It really like, is. There's, there's, there's always yeah. relief arms out there every trade deadline. And they have made some moves already. Like they got Adam Simber, who I think is, uh, has been pretty decent this he season. Has, yeah. Uh, he's one of my favorite guys because I always pick his arm motion for my um, RTTS characters in Road to the Show because he's a side armor. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. He's also, a, like, the Blue Jays have never had a guy like. I mean, it's been like Mark Icorn was the last guy they had who like who threw anywhere close to like that, which is going back. I'm dating myself there. But yeah, he's been great. Trevor Richards has been great. Like just a little a small pickup and like not. They have been very good. The front office has been very good at like just spending. Spe- I, well, I don't want to say prospect capital because that's just so you know dehumanizing. But like using using like sort of second tier prospects in order to get guys who are really good but aren't like super high strikeout guys which mm-hmm. is where you know that's where you have to pay at this point in the, you know where the, where the industry is at uh, and, and and they should be getting their own high strikeout guy back soon because pearson's on his way back right i mean if you believe he's going to be healthy yeah it's it, they, they feel good about it ross atkins uh, i think last weekend was like uh-huh. you know they had been searching for he'd been, he's had re- recurring groin issues and they didn't really know what the problem was and that was that was obviously you know, they they needed to they, you need, you need to know what that is so that you can figure out how to like prevent him from making that issue recur. And then now they do feel that it was a sports hernia. They they've got a handle on it. Um, it sounds like everything's going well, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're a bit we're a bit beaten down in that sense. We've been trying to follow Julian Merriweather, uh, who was traded for Josh Donaldson in twenty eighteen, uh, who came up and started the year with the Jays and was basically their closer and was just so lights out and was great for like four innings and then got hurt and hasn't been back. And that was also last year was his second year after Tommy John that he didn't pitch at all. And so we've, we've become quite jaded uh, over here uh, in, in, in the great white North. <laughs> and and I, I think there's further talks. Um, I've seen them connected with Gallo and also uh, I think Richard Rodriguez in, in Pittsburgh. It seems like they're, I don't know, uh, you wrote it in your uh, Substack yesterday um, that you think they should be sellers. I, I'm I'm inclined to agree. I think it's, uh, I, th- I think Bu- uh, buyers, buyers. Buy- buyers, buyers. Sorry, yeah. 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 Um, but I think you're also. I had to, I had to double check because I put that in the the title and I was like, <laughs> oh, did I say sellers or buyers? Like, so I definitely mean one, one and not the other. But yeah, absolutely. And and I, I think I can't remember where you made the point, but also I I, I agree uh, with with the take you had that maybe Boston isn't as good as. Uh, they've been so far. Um, uh, so maybe the AL East yeah. is a little bit more competitive than people are giving credit. Yeah. God, I hope I, so. I hope so, too. But speaking of things that are, like, 
things I say that uh, in the back of my head, I'm like, I hope that's true, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I believe in this at all. Like they're they're they hit they're hitting pretty good. They are. Chris, but I, Chris Sale coming back is you know a problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like the one thing they really need to yeah. uh, lock it down. Uh, I did prepare. Well, it's not really. I, I was going to do it as a uh, Lauren Walker sports machine moment, like we did last time that Pissero went off and was terrible. Um, but I'll just go ahead and say the numbers I looked up because it's Toronto and Boston again. Uh, offensively, they're uh, a lot closer than you'd think. Uh, Toronto one twelve WRC plus. I think third, second best in the in the the game right now. Boston one hundred five, still top ten, but not spectacular. They also have really similar um, ERAs and xFIPs. Which I was very surprised to see. They both identical 4.08 xFIPs for both teams, which is just a bizarre little coincidence. Uh, yeah, this. I mean, this is what the Toronto Toronto fans have been living for the last few months. It's like, why is this team not better? Like, yeah, right. Uh, and a lot of it comes down to, I did. You know, it's probably just timing in a lot of ways. But the but also, yeah, the, the bullpen has been a real mess. Uh, turns out Kirby Yates was not the answer who got hurt immediately. And I think the Braves didn't sign him because of, because of concerns with his medicals and the Jays were like, we'll do that. And then he immediately got hurt. Uh, and it's just sort of cascaded from there. Julian Merriweather, as I mentioned. Right. Who we also <laughs> talked about last time is like a big breakthrough for the team. Yeah. Yeah. Which, that's a bummer. Cause he's cool. David Phelps is hurt. Tyler Chatwood was terrible and got hurt, but was Probably just only hurt because he was terrible. But he was really good for two months, and Pearson's hurt. Uh, it turns out you could you could add a few guys who were hurt into this uh, Blue Jays bullpen, and uh, they would be better. Uh, but here we are. <laughs> what is? Um, I'm wondering what the strength of schedule is for the rest of the season. From my my understanding, is it's pretty good. Oh, that's uh, I, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have not compared it, you know, game to game, mm-hmm. but I feel I read that. But also, yeah, I'm just I'm s- I'm that. sitting here looking at the standings <laughs> and like listening to like all this, and I'm just like, okay, let's what needs to happen to get Toronto <laughs> like up there? Yes, let's do this. Hell yes. Cause, what can we do to sabotage the Yankees? Because that because fu- everybody else in that fucking division is disgusting. A little yeah. bit, a little bit. <laughs> Except yeah. Baltimore, but they're well, they're disgusting in a different way. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't help that the Jays. Well, the Jays have a terrible record against like teams over five hundred this year, which a problem. I don't know how. I don't know how predictive that is, but the, it has been bad. But they've and the Rays just are such a, a thorn in their side. Like they cannot beat the Rays for the life of them. It's so no, it, no one seems to be able to. Yeah. It, it's the worst. It's like well, this this should be easy. <laughs> and then you go and you're playing in the dank pit that is the drop and funk, you know, Brandon Lau is out here just just crushing home runs off you. I mean, it's like this makes no sense. I don't get it. But my friend who is a Blue Jays fan exclusively refers to the Trop as a house of horrors. <laughs> Correct. Because apparently they just have an absolutely awful time every time they go. I think there was like two years where they had like a winning record at the Trop in the in like the mid 2000s. And like every the the last other 18 years have been a horrible disaster. It's uh, it's real bad. 
I, I really that. think uh, that's a, a much more fun rivalry uh, in the AL East than like the Yankees Red Sox would be. Is there like does, does Toronto do Toronto fans feel like they have like a, a real like natural rivalry in the division, or is it just like kind of hate everybody depending on the year? We're waiting for the Rays to move to Montreal. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Which will be that would be nuts. That would uh, that should happen. Like that would be, be an amazing <laughs> yeah. thing to happen. That'd be kind of also, tight, more excuses to go to Montreal are, is always good. So, yeah, uh, get them the fuck out of there. <laughs> it's I'm I'm not I'm not a fan of relocating teams because that really just it's really shitty to do to people. But I mean, come on, it's Florida. <laughs> yeah, and then and like it's not like the Marlins are going to be able to play in Miami in the next, you know, 15 years. Yeah, the city's right. going to be underwater. Yeah, so they can go to somewhere else in Florida. Yeah, rename once them again, the Florida become, Marlins. They can the, become the Florida Marlins again. Put yeah. them in Orlando. They've got, like, Disney money there, and yeah. it's in the center of the state, so it might, like, not flood immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But it is, exactly. It, like, have you have you guys been to Rays games at all? Oh, my God. I... <laughs> Never. I had to... I had to travel for work to Tampa... And I saw that the Rays were in town, and I literally was like, hmm. I booked the hotel across the highway from it. Okay. And I, I, I flew in, put my shit down, and then walked over the highway to the drop. <laughs> that place is so fucking weird. It's, I really want to yeah. see it. Yeah. It's the worst ballpark <laughs> I've ever been to, but it is not... It, it is not the least fun ballpark I've been mm-hmm. to, if that makes okay. sense. Because okay. there's, like, there's there's good, bad, there's good, good, and there's bad, bad, and bad, good. And the trop is definitely bad, good. <laughs> it's chaotic neutral. I don't it know. Is, yes. I have to get way to put it. Absolutely. <laughs> because, like, the entire time, I'm like, oh, okay. It's like a... It's, it's, it's giving me... Well, the concourse is definitely giving me, like, your cool dentist office. <laughs> um, sitting in my section, which I was the only person there under the age of 60 uh, in my section. It was, only, it was only about a dozen people, but still. Um, I was sitting there it's and... Flor- it's Florida. That seems about the, the, yeah. where the demographics are I at. I was sitting yeah. there, and at that moment, I was getting very powerful discount furniture warehouse vibes. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I when I like took a walk around, um I was on the concourse uh like in the outfield, like near where the Rays tank is. And I went and I pet a stingray because why not? Yeah sure. And that's, one does. that's where I was getting like like Florida County Fair ground <laughs> vibe. It's just it's just a okay. bunch of weird vibes all together, but like none of it made sense and none of it felt really all that much like baseball. I think when I, w- I was tweeting about it and one of my friends, one of my fr- I, f- I can't credit him because I don't fucking remember, but he, he said something <laughs> along the lines of like, it's as if someone gave the county money and said, Build a large venue and make it as Florida as possible, but without telling them that baseball was going in there. So then, after it was built, they had to retrofit it for baseball. 
that's kind of the vibe there. This this is very similar to the Big O, actually. It that's why, I, <laughs> yeah, like that that just makes that makes me want to go there because I grew up going to games at the Metrodome, mm-hmm. okay. which was like a multi-purpose stadium. It fucking sucked. Uh, <laughs> it was like made for football, really. Yeah. It looked weird as shit when it was configured for baseball. Uh, well, definitely like, had weird dingy look, vibes. Well, you didn't like the bags that they put on the outfield walls or whatever. No, <laughs> it was terrible. Everything in there was just like it was like dark when you were in there all the time with like and just like the concrete. It no, it, like make no mistake, the trop is bad. But if I were a Rays fan, I would be so proud of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. So my my race fans' friends are exactly sure. like that. And, and it, I you have race fans' friends. I have, there are those exist. Yes, I have like well, a fan friend. I should say it's okay. One. Okay. No, there's two. There actually is two. I know two. Oh, I, I would go in total. There's two. <laughs> I would go to a game. Of, I would go. I would if you were gave me a choice to go to like ten games at the Trop or Yankee Stadium, I'd go to the Trop ten out of ten times because Yankee Stadium is. Bad in a boring way. The the current one, I believe, is yeah. Yeah, I, I would I would buy that. I would, I've not been to the current one. Old Yankee uh, Stadium was that cool in its own way. Yeah. The current one, if we're talking vibes, the current one definitely gives off like, uh, like that like a weird. You know how some airports do like this weird troop memorial in like oh, yeah. in like their mall concourse. <laughs> that yep. is what Yankee Stadium feels like. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I really do think a lesson takeaway from the um, from the trop though is that every team with a an animal sports name should have some kind of interactive ballpark feature with that animal. Oh, so you want Detroit to have like a tiger cage? Yes, I'm into that. I want the Blue Jays to have to have an aviary with Blue Jays in it. I want the oh, Orioles to have to do the same thing. I want the Diamondbacks think, yeah. to have like a, a an opportunity to get bitten by a snake. Well, it's just a drugged out tiger that wanders the concourse in Detroit. <laughs> it's, so it's far too that's, sand out to ever bite so anything. That's a really mean thing to say about Miggy. <laughs> <laughs> Shame on you, Jane. The man is a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Wait, wait, so oh. wait, hmm. I'm trying to think of. I guess it would be the diamond. Uh, the Diamondbacks would would have the highest chance of causing a fatality. I'd say the, it's the highest risk reward. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if you. I don't know if you're familiar with Yuppie, but. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh yes. I'm not going anywhere near that fucking guy. Oh come on, he's just like a cuddly gritty. No, I'd, I'd be yeah, I'd be fascinated to see a, a, a real life fanatic as well. Oh man! Uh, and uh, I mean, I know this isn't an animal, but the Padres is a Catholic priest, and we don't want any sort of interaction with them. That is the most dangerous. <laughs> that would probably be the worst one. Uh, okay. What were we talking uh, about? <laughs> yeah, we talked about the Blue Jays. I think Blue we Jays. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So Andrew, like, so who are some like the names that? That the Blue Jays like should be targeting, like some of the players. Do you think? Oh, uh, I would say I'm just going to name all the best players. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. Well, I, you know, like what seems like a realistic, uh, who seems like realistic targets here? Uh, my, many of us are enamored with Joey Gallo mm-hmm. uh, around here uh, because like he. Well, and he also. Ha- yes, obviously that's true. 
But he does have an extra year of control. The Jays are really right-handed heavy, which is, like, he would help. It's like they have they have five outfielders already. <laughs> like, they would, they would as, a, as I mentioned, Randall Gritchick earlier, uh, he may have to... They may have to just, like, sell his contract and give away a prospect to get some, some team like the Pirates or perhaps the Pirates to take his contract. Um... But, like, Gallo just really fits a lot of their needs, like, would be an out- upgrade defensively in the outfield. Like, the, like Teoscar Hernandez was an all-star, deservedly so, had a, great, had a great season with the bat. He's really improved defensively over the last couple of years, but he's still not good enough. And it's also, like, you know, mm-hmm. he's also in the spot that George Springer is eventually going to have to go to because Springer's played center field and is, you know, 31 and uh, Austin Martin is coming for that spot. Or who knows, some of the... Their outfield defense, especially in the corner, it, center's been fine. Grichik and Springer have been fine. But the corner outfield def- defense has been poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randall Grichik was really good for like three weeks at the start of the year and then has just turned back into Randall Grichik, which is the typical thing that he does. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel is a guy that they will probably... This is a weird thing about the Blue Jays that that, uh, that I don't know how they're going to handle. And I've written about this a little bit, but like they are big believers in culture, are big believers in, like, you know, these guys are great teammates, especially publicly. I, you know, I don't know what they think behind closed doors, but it really does seem like they are invested in, like, like look, we all, like, every team has objective measures now. Every team has the analytics. We all kind of understand that. We're all, well, there's a, you know, there are opportunities there, but, but they think that there are opportunities to make themselves, like, better than objective, you know, uh, mm-hmm. projections through having, like, just a great room and great culture. And Lourdes Gurriel is, you know, I think a big part of that. You can see him if you watch Blue Jays games. You know, he's kind of in the center of a group of the of the guys of, like, Vlad and Springer will be there, and Teoscar and Santiago Espinal. And, and it, there, there's a real good thing going on there. There's good vibes. Yeah. Uh, and, I don't, you know, maybe it, I think it got more publicity, you know, uh, at the All-Star game, like the, I think Teoscar was FaceTiming with Gurriel and Bo Bichette and Vlad were all like FaceTiming with him like during the game, <laughs> which we heard a lot about there. But like, it's just like they, these guys are, you know, it, it would be it would be tough, I think, for them to trade Gurriel. But also, he's a weak link, has a good contract, has, you know, a lot of things that I think could be valued by other organizations, like potentially the ability to play on the infield, which like. You know, the Blue Jays stopped, and now he doesn't really have a chance to do here. But, you know, another team could definitely re-explore the possibility. Like, he's got a great arm. He was a shortstop for a while. But now he's just stuck out in left field and isn't even good in left field. Uh, and also gets paid very little. So that's, like, a guy I think that they could move. And so I think you could make a Gallo thing work, but I think it's, like... Clearing the log jam first, yeah. The Blue Jays are in a weird... Yeah, they're in a weird spot. Like, they would have to do a lot in the next, like, however many days, three, four days... To make all of this work, which is probably more like of an uh, an off season thing to do, so I, I don't honestly know mm-hmm. if it's not going to be something really b- big and dramatic like that. I think the, you know their bullpen is just the, the the other thing. Like they could be probably fine if they just had like two more relievers who aren't <laughs> just absolute <laughs> landmines, just awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. ERA under under six kind of guys, yeah. That's, or that's even a good or ball. even yeah. guys who are just just inconsistent and like mm-hmm. sometimes it's fine to use them, but they're just you know you have such there's just such a chance of like one of the three or four guys you're going to use on any given night is just going to blow up. Like they're just not quite good enough. Yep. 
Well, fingers crossed they get there because like that's a super achievable thing. I think especially with the bullpen, uh, that's like where we're going to see the most trades happening the next couple of days. Uh, and and it, it's unfortunate every team always needs better a better bullpen, but. Um, uh, Steven is just grinning during uh, the bullpen talk, Philly fan. Steven. Yeah, how's that going? Yeah. Um, I'm in hell. <laughs> I have been for quite a while. I've actually gotten quite comfortable here. Oh, I feel we were talking about this the last time I was on. So we were. <laughs> it's recurring. It's a recurring segment. I actually yeah. wonder which he was blown more saves this year: the Phillies or the Blue Jays? I have In great news: way. the Phillies bullpen is better than last year. Setting the bar real high there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. Damning faint praise there. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's do mailbag questions. We got some of those. Uh, and while we have a Jays expert here, uh, I've got this question here from I'm the eight, I'm the key. It says, uh, why do they so fiercely attack other birds? I have to guard the sparrows in my trees from Jays attacks from 945 to 315 every day. How do I chase away violent Jays? They no longer fear the rake. This is like wild boar kind of stuff, like like nine forty five to three fifteen. That is a that yeah, is a right, right. That was a very to specific have to guard thing. Your sparrows. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they punch in, I, then punch out. I think vicious uh, jays would be like a great like branding shirt for the for the oh, team. Yeah. With like they, they they no longer fear the rake with like a rake on on the on the shirt. That'd be like a fun. <laughs> well, he did. He said violent jays, violent and jays, I believe yeah. that's the that's the name that's, of the guy from the ICP. Yeah, shaggy, too yeah. dope, and violent jay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, the, him I can't make an excuse for. Yeah. Um, I do not want to get in trouble with the Juggalos. We 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 no. we, we support our Juggalo it's listeners. Not a fight. Not, not again. Yeah. Not again. Not for the second no, time. You know. We got yeah. No smoke with the Juggalos here. <laughs> uh, but I mean, they're they're quite lovely birds. I don't know if you've ever seen a jay in the. In they the are beautiful. World. Yeah, they have they, there's some around here. Being assholes is my understanding. They do. I've, I think that's true. Uh, yeah, but yeah, they had a couple bunch of New Orleans. They were always gorgeous to see. We have these. Uh, we have these fucking geese up here. Oh yeah, just, they, they suck all the asshole air out of the room because they're just like. Oh yeah. Shitting on everything. Just they're kind the of the Yankees Jays. of the bird world. <laughs> a little bit. The Jays. The Jays up there are, are good because even while they are assholes, they're preferable to the. To the, horrendous, the, the horrendous geese. Yes, they're like they're like you know, they're like the Red how, Sox in that way. How often are geese gonna come up on this show too? <laughs> Jesus Christ, we keep talking about fucking geese on this show. This is an anti-goose right. podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's true. No, we're pro goose. We want the geese at the at the All Star game though. We want them chasing the kids around in the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not fear right. the geese. I will fight a goose and win. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I will hide behind the two of you, cowering in fear while you defend me from the geese. <laughs> I mean, Goose Gossage did some old man yelling at Cloud oh, kind of yeah. stuff a few years ago. Yeah, That's right. Uh, oh. So, yeah, I'll fight him. Gladly. <laughs> I'll take that old man, too. Speaking of old man yelling at clouds, <laughs> did we, did we want to also mention the, that MLB segment? Oh, sure. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. We, we forgot to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for anybody who hasn't seen it, there was an MLB Network segment where Billy Ripken went on uh, went on a little tangent about how, no, these pitchers these days, they don't throw as fast as we used to. 
and he he goes, I had my girl in the editing room uh, <laughs> put together put together some clips where he's like comparing uh, pictures from different eras, throwing. He's like, see, this one says ninety seven, and this and this one from today says ninety nine. But look, they get there at the same time. It's I don't know. Just, I was pretty convinced. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. You at the Mets broadcast booth last night. They were all going on about how it's true. Fucking ancient really false. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, but it's just clearly rife with errors. Like people are taking screenshots, or you could tell because like these guys, it's like they had never heard of, you know, differences in frame rate. You know, I expect ever. better from the Mets broadcast booth. No, you don't. (laughs) What what I liked about the segment, I thought the segment was a little charming because it was clearly like these old guys were just really impressed by the work that this 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 younger girl was doing in the editing booth. They mentioned like several times, like, "Isn't she doing a great job? This is such nice. She's just doing such amazing work down there." Like, give her a raise. See, for 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 me, it was more like it was it it echoed to me people who would be like. Yeah, you see, they tell us the vaccines work, but we don't actually need them. We were fine. We were fine twenty years ago. We were actually better off then, and we don't need like right, this, exactly. this newfangled science that that these people have come up with. I don't trust it. And look, I've got the proof here, and it's it it, it completely yeah. feels like a conspiracy theorist. Well, and there's probably nonsense. something to be said yeah. for like you know radar guns are different. They're set up different. Yes, but like. No, sorry, but <laughs> the pictures are better these days. Like your your methodology was very flawed there. It's a dodge of the actual question. Like the question is not could could uh, Andrew, you know, um, was it possible before in 2014 to throw a ball over 98? The problem was always well. It, now everybody does that. It, it, it's you know, if one or two guys was throwing that kind of heat in the 1930s. That's totally possible, but that wasn't representative of the league as a whole like it is now. I saw some. I, I for some reason I follow Bob File, who used to play, pitch for the Blue Jays, and he was retweeting <laughs> like somebody who was like, well, like who completely believed this and was like, yeah, if these guys today throw 100, Nolan Ryan was throwing 120, <laughs> and it's just like yeah, I'm okay. just like I don't want to get myself banned for responding to you, but I also kind of do. <laughs> but I did. I made the righteous choice and was just like, Don't let "Good it for slide. you." That's willpower. It's, that's gross. That's maturity. I would yeah. not yes. have done that years ago. But <laughs> it's very hard to do when they're just are making these totally goofball arguments. And it's just, and it's so like, I was sweetened about it. It's just so like, just pig-headed and stupid. And it's of, self-serving of, of Major League Baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of of them to do that. And you'd think that MLB would be like. They, you know, there's some of their producers there would be like, hey, shut the fuck up. We're trying to get new people involved in this and shit-talking all the fun new ta- young talent in the game like doesn't help so you can stroke your ego, Billy Ripken. No. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. It just sucks. But that's it MLB really, really Network sucks. in a nutshell. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's it is. TV yeah, for 70-year-olds. Really like, sucks. who has a cable package that has it? Like, <laughs> yeah. they, they, know their, they probably know their it's audience true. better than we do. <laughs> For real, well, yeah. they they yeah. put. I got it on uh, the zone up here. Actually, I watched. Ah, uh, the zone. Watch, yeah, hell yeah! I watch my soccer, and have to click past MLB Network every single time. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, there is something to that. My dad definitely had that on like all the fucking time, and he is definitely the, that demographic <laughs> of person. Yeah, your dad is the guy that. Wants to hear uh, Harold Baines talk about how no one steals third anymore. Yeah, 
<laughs> totally. Like all, real, all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They should just lean into it and just become like the Fox News of, of like premium sports channels. I mean, <laughs> Fox turned into a hardcore porn channel so gradually <laughs> I didn't even notice. Like, I, think they're, I think they're on their way, right? I think Absolutely. That's, that's an indicator, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by that kind of baseball production just because it's in such contrast to like what you see on YouTube and other growing platforms, Substacks and podcasts. It's just such a totally different tone from everything else I consume in sports media. And even like the stuff that MLB is kind of rolling out on MLB.tv is like way different in tone. Uh, and I don't know, it's, it's such a weird throwback compared to everything else, the direction the rest of the sports um, apparatus is going. Well, except for the commissioner and John Smoltz. And, yeah. Mean, <laughs> except for like the cranks in the broadcast booths, yeah. Yeah. Or unfortunately. But no, you're absolutely yeah. right, yeah. There's stuff that can be cool on there, like... Like yeah, I'll listen to Pedro Martinez talks about how he throws like yeah, totally. some of his pitches or something like that. Shit's great. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll listen to Josh, Josh Donaldson be a loudmouth talking about <laughs> like how he changed his swing and shit. Like yeah, that's fine. But then it, then you get segments like this or just other dumb shit, and it's yeah, it's just totally useless. But whatever, it's not for me, I guess. Josh Donaldson is a bit of go. That's a throwback to what we were, I was saying about the culture thing that the Blue Jays are super into. Oh yeah. People are like, oh, Josh Donaldson is available in trade, perhaps. The Blue Jays, you know, he's definitely don't the Blue Jays don't have an everyday third baseman really on their roster right now. He's it, playing good too. People are like, what? And he hasn't been that hurt. And it will well for now, yeah. <laughs> but I think it will never happen because the people running the Blue Jays now are very, very attuned and concerned in a way which I'm sure has horrible blind spots that will eventually emerge about like what kind of people and teammates that they're you know collecting there. But so right. so far so good. They're a fun team. But, and and, mm-hmm. and am, I, am I correct in my impression that he did not really go out with the old um, administration in the best possible fashion? That's he, correct. Yeah. Yeah, they, he, they had issues with the, the, the high-performance department. They changed the, mm-hmm. uh, the training staff and everything, and there, there were issues there. Uh, but, yeah, I think they just, they just they're tired of his act a little bit. I heard he drinks Dr. Pepper a lot, doesn't drink a lot of water. That was, that was That's a fascinating A buddy of mine is convinced, like, his girlfriend heard this from, like, a, 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 I don't even know, but he's like, that's why he, that's why he can't stay healthy. Drinking too much Dr. Pepper, just drink, drink yeah, water. Just got stay constant leg cramps. He's, like, got no, no water in yeah. his system. I just love the idea of him being in, in the clubhouse, and a pitcher's over there boiling Dr. Pepper to make stuff for the sticky balls. And, and he's just like, you going to finish that? He, yeah, he's he's boiling it down because he wants more like condensed, pure Dr Pepper. Yeah, less water content in his Dr Pepper. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh. like it's like pan it's like syrup you'd put on pancakes when he's oh. when he's done with it. Oh, you just you just going to he's just going to Costco and just buying the syrup itself and just like pouring it directly into his mouth. Oh, that's oh, not yeah. a pleasant visual. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> look, we, look okay. I'm in Canada. We've all done. Shots of syrup. Don't even worry about oh, it. Oh, that's true. That's uh. fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to our last two questions here. Uh, with Cleveland, or at underscore McGreg underscore says, with Cleveland rebranding, what other teams are due for an update? Uh, Atlanta, obviously, obviously. But what other teams do we think need? Yeah. Maybe not for, you know, not for the same reasons Cleveland does, but are there any other teams we think could use a bit of an update here? But the Rays becoming the Expos, I think, would be yeah, that's a, a, a positive. Yeah, I, actually, like even if they stay, 
Make them the Devil Rays again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They need to be one or the other. Devil Rays sounds way fucking cooler. It is is really stupid that they changed that name. It encourages more Stingrays in the ballpark, I feel, Mm -hmm. if they're called the Devil Rays. I don't know why I feel that. That may be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. I think my answer is that the Angels have gone in the wrong direction with the length of their name, rather than Mm. being the Los Angeles... They should go back not only to the Los Angeles uh, Angels of Anaheim. They should be like the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, California, uh, in the western coast of the United States. The the California Angels of Anaheim in Los Angeles County. Of of Orange County, yeah, absolutely. Or Orange County, whatever. And then tack baseball club onto the end of that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The OC Angels has a ring to it. Mm -hmm. OC Angels is nice, yeah. And like it also, and like that, that plays up. They could play up the like the bitchy teen, rich teen uh, angle there in a way that'd be kind of fun. Uh, on the whole, I think most teams you're gonna get kind of a goofy name, uh, yeah. no matter what. It's part of the fun of sports. But um, oh yeah, make uh, make the Miami Marlins the Florida Marlins again because yeah, Miami's definitely. not yeah. going to exist in a decade or two. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, again, again, I mentioned the Raptors earlier. Like, oh, we got we got the we got Toronto FC, which is just the most bland. I mean, MLS is a MLS is naming conventions is, so is, is real bad. It's so, it's so it's bad. It's fucking Minnesota United here. Mm-hmm. Real uh, Salt Lake is ugh. yeah. Real Salt the Lake expensive. is the that's funniest so shit in the world. <laughs> that is so fucking funny. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Last question. On underscore doomsday says, what if NL adopted the DH? Well, that does seem like it's going to happen next year. But the league also implements a rule allowing managers to choose any player out of the lineup for DH to bat in place of. Then to encourage teams to explore the possibility of developing uh, two-way players more. There'd be yeah, a handful of situations over a couple period of a couple years probably where you'd substitute a catcher for a, a, a pitcher. But it'd be pretty rare. Yeah, like... People say this all the time, just like, oh, I can't do that with the DH, you know, substitute somebody else. Like, mostly comes up in DeGrom starts. Uh, I don't know, I'd hope, that that would be great. Yeah. Like, I, I doubt it would have much of an impact either way no. <laughs> about uh, about developing two-way players. There needs to be um, a lot more of a concerted effort, like we mentioned yeah. last episode, in yeah, order they, to get it, that sort of thing. It's the pipeline that's the issue there, not, not what's going on at the MLB level. I would assume also, the because the one incredible two-way player is not replicable right like you, right. you just you, it just off the charts incredibly good i don't see any <laughs> any reason that they would change this rule uh that they would change the dh to do that no way um cool well i think that's all we got for the mailbag here uh running out of time do we have anything else we want to talk about before we go I don't think so. Um, thank, thank you, good for coming on. This has been a super fun episode, and it's great yeah, when we get to really sure. like focus on a team that the three of us don't really watch a ton of. So it's great to have outside uh, expertise. How dare you? How dare you not watch Vlad? <laughs> Every plate appearance is uh, is must see TV. It, That's true. Been, he's been you incredible. Know, the, yeah, re- the rest of fair. them. The rest of them I don't have as nice things to say about. Mm. Well, actually, uh, you know, this is something I wasn't sure if I want to ask because I I am kind of curious, like. Um, because the, the it's a very strange year, uh, or it's, so far it's it's the conversation around like who the AL MVP is has been a really strange one, uh, and I, I'm sure you see the case for both Vlad and Otani. I'm curious where you fall, and like having watched a lot more of, yeah. of Vlad than I have, I'm curious where you fall on that. 
Yeah, I mean, there's some diehard Jays fans who will try to tell you Vlad should, but like, I don't know, how can you be against like Otani's? J- Vlad's having like the best season offensively in Blue Jays history, <laughs> but like Otani's just doing something that is just not on this planet. So, so totally different. Co- yeah. It does not quite compare. Yeah, yeah. Even though Vlad has been amazing, like, you know, there's, there's no shame in being second to Otani here, uh, but he is. Yeah, any other year. Yeah. Well, any other year, he'd also be going up against Mike Trout, so... <laughs> That's another thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. God, fuck the Angels, man. Uh, fuck the AL. <laughs> it's so uh. insane. Also, yes. Well, all right, Andrew, um, do you want to plug your uh, your substack here, then, before we take off? Sure, I have a substack. You had a really great podcast. Yes, I do a podcast every week called Blue Jays Happy Hour. It comes out every Friday afternoon. Uh, we talked about the Jays. You can find it on my Substack, which is my last name, dot substack dot com, uh, where I write about the Jays uh, somewhat frequently, uh, less frequently than I should, but uh, <laughs> that's not that's not that's neither here nor there. Uh, but yeah, no, it's been a pleasure joining you guys yeah. again. I'm I'm super thrilled to have been your number two returning guest. Great I mean, having you back. I mean, there's no shame in being the number two to Roth, so... That's true. It'll be great. <laughs> no, you're, you're kind of the, the Vlad to his Otani in that. Yeah. Yeah, in that regard. Okay. I mean, It'll be really good to have you back on when we do our playoff preview again for the Blue Jays. Happy to do it. I mean, if they're, not, if they're not still in fourth, I'll be happy to do it. <laughs> Fingers crossed. A lot of season left. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.